0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. It was a very interesting weekend between the, I guess, coronation of King Charles and continued situations in America with gun violence. Um, one person got shot after three people were shot inside a South Beach nightclub. Um, This happened overnight. Um, One man was killed and two women were hospitalized. So that's not really classified as a mass shooting. But um, the big story out of Texas is very troubling. But one thing I won't offer is thoughts and prayers. Because at this point in America, lawmakers are choosing power over people. They're choosing supporting the NRA over people. They're choosing narratives about uh, mental health issues over people. So every time you do these thoughts and prayers, get on TV, looking all sad. I'm talking about these lawmakers who have purposely supported bills that increase gun presence in our communities. And these individuals fall back on touching gun reform, gun uh, changes to protect people. So they increase the power that they have over people. So, as I get into this story about what happened at the Texas Mall shooting, I'll go into the fact that I asked a question on my timeline about malls. Because back in the day, I used to love to go to the mall, I used to have a great time. It was like a place of refuge, and now it's a place where apparently people just go shoot up a bunch of innocent people that have nothing to do with their problem. And I can't say for certainty that every person that ends up shooting and murdering other people, that is always leading to some mental health status. I think that's a narrative that the right likes to use a lot so they can continue to holler about wanting to have second and then the Nine people were killed in Allen, Texas at a mall. Seven others are injured when a gunman opened fire at this, this outdoor mall Saturday afternoon. The gunman was killed by the police, one of seven people who died at the Allen Premium Outlet, which is right outside of Dallas. It's actually a suburb, I guess, outside of Dallas, Texas. According to the Allen Police Department, Nine people were transferred to the hospital after shooting. Two later died. Three remained in critical condition. Four others were stable. Allen Fire Department Chief Johnson Boyd said Saturday evening at a press conference. Of course, Texas Governor Greg Abbott offered, quote-unquote, full cool support to local officials. And he offers his prayers. We'll just skip over that because in every case, they offer prayers with no solution to gun reform in this country. So around 3.36 p.m., three dozen shots were heard um, alarming, you know, shoppers at this, um, um, this premium outlet. Around the same time, an Allen Police Department officer was near the outlet. Grace of God, this person was near it and just ran towards the shooting. Uh, hundreds of shoppers fled the scene. Um, this gunman got out of a silver sedan and began began opening fire just randomly. It, it didn't seem like he was there to do anything but just to kill people. Um, of course, the gun of choice—I say the American gun of choice—is the AR-15, and that's what he had. He had an AR-15, uh, extra firearms. Um, they believe he acted alone. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they that's what authorities are saying. Uh, victims have not been uh, their names have not been released, of course, you have to make sure that the families are notified and you know all that good stuff. Um, there were children, a police officer, and a mall security guard unconscious at the shopping center. And a worker worked at one of the stores there said i pray it wasn't kids but it looked like kids it broke me when i walk out to see that people in the hospital range in ages from five to 61 years of age quote this is a tragedy people will be looking for answers allen police chief Brian harvey said quote we're sorry that those families are experiencing that loss." now this is an american way response to the shooting, the White House said um, President Bill Biden had been briefed on the situation. They are closely monitoring the situation and contact with state and local officials. We are devastated by the tragic news of shootings that took place at Allen premier outlet today. Affairs are with the families, the victims, all law enforcement on the scene. Allen Mayer, Ken Falk, Called a shooting a tragic day for the city, saying that he wants the victims and families to know the community will wrap our arms around you and offer full support. We know the days ahead will be difficult and somber. On the behalf of the city council, our law enforcement personnel, first responders, and all our city employees, we will remain strong and stand united. Sailor Ted Cruz said that he and his wife were praying for the victims. And for the community that is shocked from this tragedy, again, these people are really good at saying prayers. Now I'm being critical because nothing has changed, and only thing that has changed is going to be another city, another community impacted by gun violence. When will it end? Hmm? Because it just seems like it just goes on and on. I mean, these are and and and. Shootings that happened on Saturday is is it's just crazy. It was more than one mass shooting of in America. So the reaction by some people on the right, they keep blaming the shooting on quote unquote evil forces. Um, in the Midwest, out here in Illinois, there were multiple shootings in Bridgeport. Um. The Chicago shootings, off-duty officer, 17 shot. Uh, An off-duty officer, this woman was about to get her master's degree, and she she was young. I think she was in her 20s. She got murdered. Um, there was a shooting in California. One dead, five injured in shooting after, uh, I guess, a 17-year-old girl was killed, five others, in a drive-by shooting there was a large house party in California and that that's what happened. Um, it's just been the, around the nation, I can't even keep up with how many people have been hurt by guns. So the question is, what are these lawmakers going to do Are they going to continue to go with the narrative that it's a mental health issue and that basically it is just evil people doing that and then guns are not the issue? People are the issue. If people are the issue, why are there less resources for people to use for mental health issues? If people are the issue, why are the Republicans um, cutting? services, money that would go into the community for certain protections that will help people in the community that are having mental breakdowns and things of that nature. I'm just asking a question. And also, individuals that are voting in people who don't have their best interest at this point, you need to start being, you're a part of the problem as well. You're voting for people that... I don't know, look like you or you think are advocating for you and they're voting against your interests. They're voting against your interests by doing what they want to do. They're not protecting you. And it won't feel bad until it happens to you and your family. Until you get a call that your family member was just minding their own business, living their normal life, taking out the garbage, sitting in a car and about to pull, pull off from going shopping, going to the movies, then you will feel some kind of way. Right now it doesn't feel like it's just somebody else's family that's in mourning. Until it's your fa- family, until it's your father, your cousin, your co-worker, it doesn't matter. Now, it will matter when it comes close to your home. So maybe that's why some people are disconnected from when this happened to America. Maybe they just don't see it because it's not happening close to them, so it doesn't matter. Start voting for people that can advocate for you, because the people that you're putting in positions of power are individuals that have placed in high places on local boards, school boards, local, uh, you know, judges, and also individuals that are in the Supreme Court. Okay? These people are advocating for who they want and it's more on the conservative side of things. But all I could say is, hey, if if you're okay with putting your head in the sand and pretending like this is not a problem, is a vague kind of problem. On a Saturday when everybody should be able to go out and have a good time and go to the mall and come home safe. It's very, very, very sad that some people in our society still want to blame people and not the guns. The guns and people are a problem. But if you're okay with that and only offering prayers and not solutions, I think the solution is we have to look at gun reform at some point in this, this country. Because Sooner or later, I'm just waiting for a call that somebody that I love that was out working and, and minding their own business, maybe taking out the garbage or doing some normal routine, was taken out. And I'm going to hate that moment. I hope I never have to experience that moment. I'm telling you, I'm so sick and tired of these stories. I was scrolling on TikTok. And I saw a story that cracked my heart again. And I gotta say, I'm glad I'm not disconnected, y'all. I'm glad I can still feel pain and sadness for somebody else's loss. Because guess what? I'm not disconnected. I am a am, you know, I can feel what's going on. I can have empathy for what's going on, even though it hasn't happened to me. A six-year-old child was playing in their yard, minding their business, doing what six-year-olds do, this little boy, Sir Anthony Brown, out of Kansas City, Missouri, a precious little child, minding his own business, playing in the yard, kind of like the kids that live in my community. They're outside, they're playing, they're in their bikes. When some individuals decided they were going to shoot someone else, instead of shooting the person they intended to shoot, the little boy, Sir Anthony Brown, got murdered in his front yard. And I hope they get those individuals. And the people that's in the community that know these perpetrators, stop hiding for them and start snitching to the police. I'm sick of people saying, Oh, I don't want to get involved. You know, that's not my situation. Oh, it, it, it's not your situation, but wait till it's your child. Wait wait till it's your uncle, your aunt, your brother's child. Then you're going to want the police to help. Then you're going to want somebody else to open their mouth and help help as well. Be a part of the solution and not the problem. The problem is uh, people don't want to do loose lips. Hip, hip. Open your mouth if you see something. There, In most of the communities, In the inner city, in the urban areas, and even in suburban areas, they have protocols. You can call the police anonymously. But I guess people are afraid to do that too. If we only continue to be selfish and only think about our wants and our needs, meanwhile, other people are suffering and it affects the entire community. I don't know. But you can't continue to say, it's everybody else's problem. And you can't always blame the mayors of your cities and these lawmakers. We all have a part to play. I don't want to see any more of these stories, but I realize the next time I'm on here, I'm probably going to be talking about how to keep yourself safe during a gun incident. It's a shame that I have to educate myself on this so I can keep myself and my loved ones safe. I have nothing positive to say about these situations. Until we as Americans get tired of the situations, this will continue to uh, happen. I know for a fact that on Saturday, I was alerted that there were more than four mass shootings in America. And I said, how do we get here? And how do we dig ourselves out of this miry clay? I don't know, but something has got to change.